The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. and welcome to 02148, your weekly program about our beloved city, Malden. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host, and it is a great pleasure of mine to be here. I am, I am an alternate host of this program. I, I do every third Wednesday of the month, and that brings us to today, I believe, Wednesday, May 16th, 2018. Hope everyone's enjoying the wonderful spring we're having and the kind of good weather. It's been unsettled. Hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. And uh, again, I'd like to thank Ed Lucy for allowing me to come on once a month. We now have four hosts, uh, alternate hosts. We had three for the longest time. There's Ed Lucy, former mayor, and um, Joe Piantadosi is Joe Piantadosi Jr. And now we have Jerry Leone, former city council, so uh, school committee, I believe. So now we have four, so we don't do repeats. So without further ado, welcome to the show tonight. It is my great pleasure. Um, to introduce you to someone you probably know, but maybe not. You never know. She's a good friend of mine, and she is the deputy director of the organization Bread of Life that hails right here in Malden, and she's been on the show many times before. Miss Gabriella, welcome back. Thank you, Mike. Great to be here again. It is, uh, it's been about a year, um, I think. Has really? it been that long? Maybe. Right, because you didn't recognize these new, all the new nice gadgets Nice equipment. I love gadgets. Well, you know, I'm in uh, the, I, singing is my other hat, so I like some hardware. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, we like to have you come on and, and talk about all the great things happening with Bread of Life. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the organization, maybe you could just give a, a little background and intro to uh, what the Bread of Life does. Sure. Well, we are the largest free food program in this area, so serving people who are struggling, senior citizens, that's a big growing group, yes. uh, families, especially low-income working families. Uh, we know, I was recently at a meeting with the DHCD, Department of Housing, Communities, and Development, about housing construction and, and costs of housing, and they rate Boston as the, the Boston area as the seventh most expensive housing market in the country. Wow. So we see a lot of people who are just struggling, people who are lower wage earners and have a lot of trouble with the rental um, and the ownership market. Um, also people who are disabled, who are sick even for a short time. Right. So we serve uh, through an evening meal program. Um, we also have a pantry in Malden and then one in Everett. The one in Malden actually serves people from 10 communities and uh, we deliver to senior citizens and we still have a program delivering food and groceries to the families that are homeless in motels there's still a few of them left and bread of life might be the only organizations um, in eastern mass that's still serving families in motels so it's, most of them have been housed at least right. temporarily so we do over a million meals a year we provide and it's uh, we're celebrating 25 years now of incorporation. Of incorporation, yes. this will be our 26th year. Okay. But we actually started, as you know, as a church potluck dinner. That's right. In 1980. So, uh, how long? You weren't so there. That's, then. I wasn't there then. I came, uh, really started working in '88, and Tom, the director, I believe, in '85. Tom Fagley, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and of course we do it all. So now I've named. Two of the three full-time employees, <laughs> the, the final one being McKay Russo, our pantry coordinator, but and then 500 volunteers, people like yourself, yeah. and many different community groups, mainly churches, synagogues, mosques, uh, business groups, schools, 
All the, all the schools in Malden. And you wear many, many hats. Yeah, well, you kind of have to when you only have, you know, three full-time people. That's right. You wear a lot of hats, too. Not really. We all wear a lot of hats, but I wear a lot of hats at Bread of Life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And your enthusiasm and desire and uh, uh, fervor for this job has not waned, correct? No. You need vacations, right? I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) You know I love my vacations. but uh, everybody needs to re-energize. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm half Italian, so I just got back from Italy, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, I'm in the food business, so... That was basically like a working vacation. I had to check out the food in Italy. <laughs> you just got back, right? Yeah. Was that your first time? No, no. Oh, I've been right. several times with my with my mother. Oh wow. And my sisters, yeah. Um, but no, my enthusiasm hasn't waned. Um, as I've shared with you before, you know, I felt that the Lord called me into this ministry. I actually was thinking of doing work in the mission field, and I felt like I really didn't have enough to offer. Yeah. And I started uh, volunteering at the Pine Street Inn and getting a, um, a sense of the homeless crisis, homelessness crisis at that point in the 80s. And it really has not abated, especially in urban areas like ours where housing is so expensive. So we still have, um, we still have an affordable housing problem. Right. And I got involved. I felt the Lord was calling me to work. I started as an advocate. And then went more into administration. But the great thing about my job, you say I have a lot of hats, is that even though I'm no longer a volunteer coordinator, I get to work with a lot of volunteers through the board, through the evening meals, at the pantry, at the office. And that's really what makes our organization run. 500 uh, volunteers at any given time, 45 partner organizations, some of which I I mentioned the types of organizations. So I see all the best people. I see all the people from the community that are working and volunteering, and then the people in need. Um, You know, when you think of homeless, sometimes you think of someone who's uh, addicted or mentally ill. Um, Certainly, those are the like the chronic and very um, high need populations. But even homelessness even touches people who've been working all their lives, but have a a disabling accident, uh, are widowed. That happens to people. Yeah. There's all kinds of situations that that come Jim. up that you would never expect. Take the rug right out from underneath you. Mm-hmm. It can happen to anybody. And also, we just had a volunteer banquet. Yes. Nice, we nice do segue. that every I was, year. I was trying to get around to it. Um, it was Monday. It was that's yes, right this week. A uh, couple days ago, yes. we had about um, just under two hundred people. Um, the banquet banquet sponsored by Lee Sullivan at A and A Window Products. Sure. They've mm-hmm. always been great to us, and we had it at Anthony's. Great food. Thank you, Albert. Um, but one of the things we decided to do this year, we recognize always some of the outstanding volunteers. Most of them nominated by other volunteers. Sure. Um, but we also had someone speak that had come forward. His name was Eric, and he had voluntarily shared his story with us. And I think his speaking on Monday night was um, the highlight of the evening for many people because it was very moving. He's a handsome young man from China. The reason he's here is because his wife is in college. So she got accepted into a program, but he's not able to work. Right. Obviously, he's just visiting, you know, while she's in school. And he got very lonely and depressed and really felt like maybe this was a big mistake. Um, he had he had only good thoughts about the United States, which is interesting. He's from China. He only thought only good things, mm. but he was very isolated here. And um, they were also on a tight budget, being, you know, that she's a sure. student and he's unable to work. So that's how his landlord said, you know, go to Bread of Life to get food. And then like so many people that come to us, he immediately wanted to volunteer. And he started becoming um, a teacher to teach other um, volunteers language. Right. That um, we have English and um, Mandarin classes weekly. And he started volunteering in the food pantry and the evening meals. And he said it really changed his life that – 
he knew how much God had blessed him because he, instead of feeling like the poorest person in America, which is what he felt like, like all Americans are wealthy and well off, right. then he got to see how much he had to give and how there were other people, even in America, that are really struggling. Well, it's funny because I, I saw um, the written word from Eric in the testimony in, yes. in the uh, program. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't aware that he spoke. Yeah. That night. That's that wonderful. was unexpected. It takes a lot of courage to do that. That's yeah. what a lot of people were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because he really laid bare his heart. Yeah. Talking Good about for him. what it was like, uh, and it was very moving because he arrived, I think, in like October or something. Right. So it's 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 quite a whole. Um, mind-bending experience to, to do that and leave your your family thousands of miles behind. Right, and and then just, um, you know, reaching out and asking for help is not mm-hmm. easy for anybody. And, That's right. Um, he said just so many wonderful things about the organization that it was so welcoming and warm. And, um, you know, really... It really turned his life around, you know. So we've made a we made a real effort. A few years ago, um, I had put out an application to the Cummings Foundation sure. um, for what we called the Food Access Project, because we already were seeing at our food pantry something up thirty to thirty five percent Asians, Chinese, Southeast Asians. Um, also, a lot of um, Arabic-speaking people from North Africa sure. and the Middle East, um, ha- a lot of Haitians. So we decided that we really needed more to be more culturally appropriate for people and to have the language, the interpreting, and the translating skills. So we were able to hire Anson. Right. Anson Kwong is our access um, director, and to rec- he has recruited a committee, and Eric is one of the members to to just you know keep on top of all of that, yeah. all of the translation, the outreach, so the flyers, have, right? Yeah, but, I mean, because Baldwin is a is a city diverse. with a lot of mm-hmm. diversity, one of the most diverse in the state, as we all know, Baldwin, Everett, Chelsea. So that's that's been a big force, and it's just been great it's been great because people it's the old immigrant story right my mother's parents were born in italy yeah that's why i've gone back um for the food exactly <laughs> i don't know which what's sharon what is that is that french um no actually i have origins in sicily no it's Italian. oh it is yes. really oh yes. how about that yeah and uh i've been to venice a long time ago but i i, I told you that i've been dying to go to rome and yeah so one of my plan a Big trip soon, hopefully. Yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, Italian, this is no a French. continuation of the immigrant story. The people come here, like Eric. Yep. Think, thinking of all the good things about the United States and um, and finding their their place and their way to give. Right, and he, that's so important that he's able mm-hmm. to give back, and he's got all that, and he wants to. He and, wants to. Yeah. 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 Um, what about, uh, could you tell us a little about the origins of the banquet itself? When did that start? Oh, boy. And what was the, uh, the idea was to, because like you said, w- well, how many do we have paid staff? Three, four? Three full-time. Three full-time. Probably seven part-time. Seven part-time, and then um, we're fueled by over 500 volunteers, volunteers. essentially. So yeah. this was a way of saying thank you yeah. to them. So that you'll sit down. So I'm going to say um, ANA Window Products was involved in a very you're lucky as a current volunteer. It used to be that the board did it as a gift. We'd have all the volunteers gather in whatever hall, whether it was Anthony's or uh, Irish American. Yes. Or we, but we used to go to the Point of Pines Yacht Club because um, mm. Mike Sullivan was a member, Lee's father. And he got the guys, some of whom were Italian, great cooks. The men would cook this meal, and then it was a huge cleanup, and the board would do cleaning oh. and serving. Mm. And then finally Mike's like, this is too much. So they, <laughs> we started saying, he said, can I just pay you and have a cater? <laughs> Catered. Like, sure, that works. So I'm going to say, I don't think it would be stretching it to say 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, it, and, and you're right. When people are... We have a lot of retirees that volunteer, but we also have working people sure. that are getting there just in time. We've got the Melrose Rotary Club. We've got all kinds of people who, 
you know, they're already working full time, and then they come to volunteer to serve their neighbors yeah. at the dinner program, especially. And so, it's you know, how can you thank people enough? So it was just one nice thing that we could do and have you sit down and we'll serve you a dinner, right. you right. know, and yeah. then do the awards for the special volunteers of the year. Yeah. And like you said, people are nominated that are other volunteers. Ma- uh, mainly people, other uh, volunteers right. nominate them. Sometimes board members board nominate members, right. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll, because they, they see them in action and they'll say, oh, this richer person Recom- really yeah. goes above and beyond, always the reliable or you know, structured or knows how to organize things. Yeah. So that happened this a uh, couple nights ago, right? Yeah. And it was That's a right. great success. Again, mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fell ill. I was planning to, I know. to come down. But, um, yeah, I heard it was a wonderful night as usual. So congratulations on that. And congratulations yeah. to all the wonderful volunteers. Yes, that's it. Thank that, you. That um, make this organization tick. Um, speaking about more about this organization, there's been a lot of change uh, over the last couple of years. And most, more recently, we've had to, um, I guess in the last two years, we've moved twice. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. most recently, our um, evening meals have moved. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so the short story is... Uh, well, we got 45 minutes to kill, so... Okay, we <laughs> I'll do the long story. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm happy to do the long story. No, uh, the, the short story is that we serve an evening meal. Traditionally, it's been Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right. Friday. There's, there's reasons for that as to why it's not five days, seven days. Uh, but a lot of the reason, actually, has to do with space availability. Sure. So... Uh, when the program Bread of Life concept originally started in 1980, it was out of St. Paul's Parish. It was a church potluck dinner. Some homeless men wandered in, a couple of guys, and the women of the church decided to, uh, instead of doing potluck, to prepare a meal and anybody could come. That was the beginning of Bread of Life. Okay. That, that you shouldn't, everybody should be able to eat, even if you didn't have a kitchen, you didn't have food, you were homeless. Uh, whatever the reason was, and then that's how the whole ministry started was there. Um, over the years, we got bigger. Well, frankly, we got bigger than St. Paul's. Mm. Uh, they no longer were able to host us every night. Right. Uh, so we, uh, other churches invited us to be at their sites, and we're still at First Baptist Church in Walden in the Square every Friday. Fridays, right. But the other days have been fluid. We were used to be at Center Methodist across the street from St. Paul's. It was bought by the city of Malden for the Senior Center, 7 Washington Street. Um, We lost the nights at St. Paul's a few years ago, and we ended up, after some hunting um, and some uh, not having a place, we ended up being able to go in with the American Legion. Right. Then they just sold the building. Mm -hmm. So um, really, praise be to God, you know, when, they, when we knew that the, that the closing was about to take place in, uh, in March, we talked with um, the Church of the Nazarene and with Salvation Army, and they both said, yes, we'd love to have you. Um, it turns out the Salvation Army had, the, had recently done a kitchen res- renovation and were more equipped, you know, handicap accessibility and a nice kitchen facility that they had invested a lot of money in. And it's it's a perfect um, match because they had the facility, but they didn't have the program. Sure. So the new uh, pastor there, Captain Deborah Coolidge, um, she and her, her board and her congregation said, yes, we'll, we'll invite you. And we started there April 11th. So every Wednesday and Thursday now at the Salvation Army, which is 213 Main Street, Right around the corner from our office yeah. at 54 Eastern. wasn't a huge move for, for our folks to go. No, matter of fact, we've got some uh, people who hadn't been to us in a while because of not knowing where the Legion was or different yeah. issues have come back. Well, I was going to ask you that. Is there kind of a, a transitional grace period where, you know, a lot of our folks don't uh, are you no get cars. the word out in a computer and, or, mm-hmm. or things like that? No computers, that. no cars. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when we first move, you see a kind of decline maybe in attendance and and there's... It's more than a transitional bump. I mean, some people you just lose. They just don't know where you are. They don't know what's going okay. on. So it, it definitely is an issue. And 
the whole thing, I've just been talking about the displacement of the meal program, right. but our food pantry has also been displaced over the years. And so you know, being on our board of directors, that one of uh, our dream, our vision, is to uh, demolish the building we're currently in at 54 Eastern Ave, which was a, a house. Right. And the the old Volpe house of Governor Volpe, his family, and then his Volpe construction. So it was this commercial uh, building that was for the construction company. So we're using it right now. It has nothing for the meal program, but we're using it for the food pantry right. and our offices. And uh, we have been working for several years. We have architectural plans. We have uh, development consultants. And we have a project now that would create on one floor our multi-purpose dining hall, sure. walk-in fridge freezers, the pantry, our offices, and then with another nonprofit running two floors, 14 units of affordable housing for um, a studio apartment, so permanent affordable housing for wow. formerly homeless and veterans, 14 units. So. That's a project that's really needed. That kind of housing is very, very much needed across the state. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's right? a lot going on. You know. Yes, I it's, do. Your head but. spins when you're on the board. <laughs> what? But every time we, you know, this latest transition with losing the, the meal site, it just, again, drives home that point that we just have to have uh, the site of our own. And the meals are very, it's not where we serve the most food. I always say that. We do over a million meals. Maybe 50,000 are through the meals program, the evening meals, right. the sit-down meal. But that's a, a lot of, that's where you get these 40-something partner groups coming in. That's right. From Redding, Peabody, right. Melrose, all these, to serve. And also, it's the community. Um, I was just saying, at your open house here on Saturday, right? MATV well, just did mine, a. I, yeah. All the I think it was Mr. MATV. You and Ron. No, I'm sorry. And T. I'm going to listen. Yeah, that and was Brian. A, uh, and yeah, and they just had uh, <laughs> open. They had their their big week last week, and then they they great. did eight hours or eight or nine hours of live television, yeah. which is an incredible feat. Uh, for access television. That's what um, I got Saturday, in on. Right? I, I came in for a little here? interview and I was just saying how um, uh, that there's a study that came out of the UK, I believe, that said among seniors, um, loneliness and isolation are as big a public health um, problem as obesity and diabetes. So this has been. Um, there's been a lot made of this, um, and that's one of the things that having community meals is really helpful for. You get people coming with their kids. You get senior citizens. That's right. I saw one shot of our Easter dinner last year. It was a whole group of uh, retired men coming down to have Easter dinner. So it's the meals are also not just for people who are low income, but also right. for people who are isolated, alone, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Listen, that word poverty is just uh, Mother Teresa talked an awful lot about not, not being financial. It's the poverty of the soul and loneliness. Yeah. And it's another void um, and gap that the Bread of Life helps fill for many, many people. Mm -hmm. Community. Mm -hmm. There's nothing mm -hmm. like, you know, going down and, and breaking bread with other people. And um, I mean, I personally, I just like to eat alone. I just go to my room. And <laughs> But for most people. But then nobody tries to take your food. That's right. That's right. All no, but the in seconds. All, uh, right. In all seriousness, um, it's a huge part of it, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's huge because that's, uh, like you said, the, the poverty of the spirit and the isolation is very hard and has all kinds of negative um, health effects, uh, mental and physical. Well, that's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. People eat better when they are able to be with other people. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you get that syndrome where people, if they're alone, maybe they just grab a bite, eat it over the sink. Right. I mean, the whole process, the the pace of it, yeah. um, the amount of nutrition you're getting, it's, it's it can be completely different being alone and being with people. So it, it's And these are nutritious meals. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, we have fun. You know, we had a nutritionist come in from um, from Tufts University from their nutrition program a few uh, several I'm, years I back. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and analyze the meals, and you know, it's all. I, I, it's it's great because the nutritionists come in. They have a a big picture. It's not like being on a diet, like sure. no salt, no fat, or you know. <laughs> right. It's like you know, you have variety. Yeah. So one day you have like um, chicken and like primavera or something, pasta and vegetable, and maybe it's got some oil in it. But the next day you have meatloaf, and the next day you have uh, hot dogs, and you know. But you try to balance every meal with yep. the vegetables, the fruit, the bread. Sure. We always, almost always have salad. We have vegetables. So almost always have fruit. Um, so, yeah, there's it's, it is good nutrition. We have a lot of home cooking. Absolutely. A lot of these groups are making the food. Uh, and they, they come down. It's The, mm-hmm. the meal mm-hmm. starts at 5.30, but these folks are coming in two, three hours right. earlier. 3:30 right, 3.30 is yeah. a typical starting time. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, I've, I've grabbed quite a few meals over the years. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I know people who count on it. Like, would they come with their kids? And it's like, okay, every whatever it is, maybe yeah. it's once a week or it's. A, a That's right to stretch a paycheck, just, right? Mm-hmm. Or kind of. This is our night out to go to the community meeting. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we welcome. Uh, I should mention. So anybody is welcome. There's no reservation. You don't have to say I'm coming, so we can count you. We, pre- we prepare enough just on average of what we expect. So anyone is welcome to come down. So Wednesday and Thursday, the Salvation Army. Tuesday, it's a boxed meal, a takeout at 54 Eastern Ave. Right at Bread of Life headquarters. Right at the Bread of Life headquarters. And Friday, it's at the First Baptist Church right next to the library across from the high school. Fantastic. Um, So just in passing, you did mention uh, MATV. They had their um, open house Saturday, which was a great success. All last week, many, many um, fun activities were going on down here. This is a great place to go to learn, to get involved. Speaking of being involved with the community, that's what uh, Malden Access Television does. It connects people. And um, they are celebrating a birthday bash. Can we get this up here? Uh, a birthday bash, MATV fundraiser, executive director Ron Cox. I can't believe it is turning 70 years old. <laughs> 70 years young, I should say. Yeah. And, um, and they're also celebrating 30 years of MATV uh, being uh, here in Malden as an organization. So it's going to be a fun time. This is, if I can, okay, Monday, June 11th from 5.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, at Pearl Street Station, uh, which is right, the restaurant right on 53 Summer Street. Um, save the date. Go to, um, go to their website, malnaccesstelevision.org, I believe, and or matv.org, and you can get more information. But that's coming up. It when, sounds I like can't a lot believe of fun. It's, it's only three and weeks Pearl away. And Pearl Street Station is fun to go to also. Oh, yeah, the that's nice a great place. place. Yep. Yep. So um, check that out. Come on down and celebrate uh, Ron Cox. Turning 70 years old. Unbelievable. He looks great. Looks kind of foolish standing years in the cake. Young. But, uh, he, always, uh, he always likes to... Um, Ham it up? Bring it, yes. Fun as, guy. As yep. a matter of fact, I, maybe this... I, I could mention that at our annual golf tournament, sometimes he shows up in the... Uh, Craziest. The, the English, or is that the Scottish outfit with the pantaloons yes. and the... <laughs> yes, and I hope he's going to... Yeah, so another good segue because we have our annual golf tournament coming up. And you're very involved. Are you a good uh, golfer? I'm you a, terrible. You a I even you're think a hacker. I'm a hack. It's the, the exact word I would use. <laughs> I do not improve every I'm year. I'm a hack pianist, so I can definitely sympathize. I don't get it. I mean, I think you have to, I don't play a lot, not to give myself an excuse, but it's, you know, I might get out four or five times a year, and I just, um, I regress. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's so much fun. Well, and see, then, if you go five, four or five times a year, you can't yeah, really, get, how no, do you? I f- no, there's no retention. That's like, a, years and years ago, I used to well, ski. Expensive. Well, that's expensive. Well, I started to say, I used to ski yes. downhill. It was expensive. It was time consuming to drive up there. So every time I was get on the slopes, I'd, I'd be on the bunny slopes because it would be <laughs> – I'd have to start from square one. It's like starting all over? That's funny. That's exactly uh, how it is with my golf game, unfortunately, for the foursome I'm in. Um, <laughs> so 
that's coming up, our annual golf tournament, which is Monday, July 23rd. Um, 2018, uh, I guess, wow, just a, a little over two months away. And it's up at Mount Hood Golf Club in Melrose. We've had it many, many years there. Yep. Um, 8 a.m. registration, 9 a.m. shotgun tea. Our uh, banquet uh, reception afterwards with reception, I mean, with raffles and prizes this year is at the Irish American. Yeah. Um, which will, because we've been over at Montvale Plaza with, uh, uh, Marty's caterers. Marty's but he caterers. Sold it. Yeah. He sold yeah. He sold it. But he's but still going to cater the meal. The good meal. news is he's yeah. still catering our he's, events. That's great food. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so our venue will just move actually a little closer to the golf venue, Mount Hood and Irish American. I believe it's 177 West Street in Malden. Um, so that's going to be a fun day. We have stuff up on the website, right? Everything's yeah, ready to go? Yeah, people can go to our events page on the website, breadoflifemalden.org slash events. Yeah. And you can download uh, if you want to register to golf. And yes. you don't have to be a foursome, right? If someone just says one person That's or two. That's correct. Yeah, we'll match you up. We'll get you into a foursome. Perfect. Or if there's two of you, um, yeah. um, we'll get you in. So you don't have to be a foursome. If you just want to come and golf as alone, we'll, we'll hook you up with some people. And it's going to be a fun day. Again, the registration forms, they can download right yep. there on the website. Yeah, the PDFs. Mm-hmm. Right. And we also have many, many sponsorship opportunities yeah. for individuals and businesses. T sponsorships so with your sign and other things that you can do to sponsor. And, and all the uh, this is one of our three big fundraisers every year. So all the funds are it's money that we need to run our food programs. That's what it goes for. Yes. Um, and it's always... Uh, you don't golf. That's the one no, you, right? No, no, right? I don't. Um, Sometimes I'm selling raffle tickets, but we yeah. get such a good crew. Oh, right. And we should tell people that also the 19th hole party, you don't have to golf. You could, uh, I think, $25 ahead. You get That's the, right. You uh, get banquet and All the whatever, fun stuff the fun there. Stuff yeah, it's a there, great, yeah. great meal, great dinner. So the if, raffles. Uh, the yeah, that's right. If you're not a golfer, you could still uh, come down and have fun with us. Round three-ish. Yeah, Exactly. Um, I should be done by three. Yeah. <laughs> well, they I do hope. a shotgun, right? So someone yes. yeah. hit, and then, then That's your right. turn. So they kind of best ball type of thing. They kind of uh, stream in cumulatively. By two thirty, three o'clock. Yeah. Um, we're down the IA, um, having a good having time. Having a drink, yeah. Yeah, having a drink, raffles. Um, it's a lot of fun. So I hope to see you there. Check it out again, July twenty third, Monday. I uh, don't. Do we have a rain date? I don't know if our crew come up with a rain date yet. I don't see a rain date. Uh, you hopefully guys we won't did need it, it in but the tornado, didn't no. you? <laughs> well, we had to one year. We had to to It was a tornado. It. it was a tornado. <laughs> a touchdown in Revere. In Revere, mm-hmm. um, the morning of our golf tournament. That was I forget, crazy. A few years ago. I yeah. think that was 2015. And uh, yeah, uh, coincidentally, I was having the best game of my life. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Stop after the three holes, um, and we did we did come back a couple of weeks later. I think we lost a few golfers, but we still had a great time in yeah. August. So hopefully we don't have to worry about any of that, and um, uh, all goes well. Again, check that out on our website, which is www. It's breadoflifemalden. dot org. dot org. So what are our three major events? So Again. the golf in the summer, yes. as you said, July 23rd, yes. then our, our walk, which is the first Sunday of October. So this year, that's, that's going to be one. October 7th. Yes. And uh, then we do an, an annual appeal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um, but along the way, we do other little fun. There's fundraisers all year round. People, uh, different churches right. and different uh, things do can drives and all year round, right? And the next one. And then we got another Thursday. one coming up. Next Thursday, the 24th, am I right on my... So uh, First United Methodist Church in in Melrose um, sponsored this for us, arranged it last year. So it's a Giggles, Mm. a.k.a. uh, Prince... Prince Spaghetti, Prince right? Spaghetti the on Route 1 of, South, yes. the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which you're going to see, right? Did you see it in person? I did, did I did, wow. I just saw it, yeah. should have had yeah, you bring yeah. pictures down, but go ahead. Everybody was posing, there were so many people getting pictures taken where they're going like this as if they're holding up the... <laughs> I did, did you not, do that? I did not do I, you, that. Because you, you posted several pictures. I was loving some of them. Oh. But anyway, yeah, at Prince um, yes. Pizza um, on Route 1 South. So I believe it's going to be at, uh, 7 o'clock, but you can um, 
email us or at First United Methodist Church in Melrose. And it's actually on our Facebook uh, page, too. Right. Um, and it's great that they have all the local comedians. We actually were begging them to do it. So it's going to – the benefits, the proceeds are benefiting Bread of Life, our building fund. Yes. For the project that we were talking about. That's right. And the Haitian relief project that the church is doing. Um, but we just had a ball. We were like, wow, this is great. It's for charity. But you get basically endless pizza <laughs> and well, several different comedians. Like last time, the comedians were coming from one side of the of Prince of the Giggles Club to our side. So we actually got more. We had oh, like is that a whole right? bunch of them because they were, yeah. So, and, it, yeah, and they we always have. Really I didn't see a list of the. Laughing. Did we have a list of the actual comedians that I night? I have or, not. I haven't seen that. Don't know but if they seen always it. have a lot. Maybe it's on the site. I don't know if it's oh. a, on the Giggles site right. yet. Okay. But um, I yeah, won't so. say any names because I don't want to make the, right. get the wrong ones. Right. But, uh, but it's always. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. So it's. it's in the business that we're in, you need to have time oh my to goodness. just laugh. Levity is the key to life. You always have to laugh, right? Um, again, that's May 24th? Yeah, it's next It's next today? Thursday. Oh, a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. My God, the time is just flying by, right? Yeah. Um, so, But please, uh, yeah, get the tickets. I believe that they're $25 each. It's well worth it for the sh- all the comedians you get and then the pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pizza. Yeah, which is the pizza? Yeah, you gotta yeah. have the pizza. I think that was the first meal we had when we were in Italy. Is that we right? We landed in Venice. We got in our hotel. We were hungry. Walked across the street to this little place right across the hotel. You know how, how good this could be? It was good. <laughs> that was quite an extensive. How long were you gone? Do you mind if I no, ask you a little one, bit about just your trip? Just one week. One week. Seven days. Um, a couple days in each city. That kind of yes. thing, bouncing mm-hmm. around. Yeah. So it was a lot of traveling, but when you're on a guided tour, which this was, that makes it very easy. Yeah. You just, you know, put your luggage out the door, they take it to the bus, <laughs> and you get local guides telling you about the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the Vatican. No. Yeah. You should You took you a should lot go. of. You should go, yeah. Yeah. It, it is spectacular. And, I uh, was. Uh, and Assisi. I yes. told you we went to the, the tomb of St. Francis. And, oh, right. And you. It was very moving. That was moving experience. And Florence, did you go? Did you yeah. see the Statue of David as well? Sure did. Oh, my. Yeah. 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 That's David. a beautiful country out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florence. I mean, just those, those those vistas that you see of the Italian countryside with the, the cypress trees and the rolling hills and the villas that are sort of, you know, umber shades, you know, tan and, and rose and brown. And it's... It's unbelievable. All the olive trees, uh, the vineyards. And where's your family originally from? Near Campobasso, so it's now in, in what's currently the state of Molise. But at the time when my grandparents came over, it was uh, um, Abruzzi. Oh. It used to be called Abruzzi and Molise, and then I guess they separated them. So now there's a state called Abruzzo. And, but anyway, yeah, we went to this little tiny town. We took a bus. When I was with my mother and my sister, switchbacks up a mountain. Oh, I actually my. was oh, like you a little me. sick to my stomach by the time we got up. One road snaking through the town. You could only have one way traffic at That's any given time. Uh, but it was it, it was a great experience. I actually ate a fig, a fresh fig from the house where my my grandparents had. Oh, wonderful! What a great memory. House. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And you were in, did you, the gondolas? Did you go in the gondola yes, in Venice? Yes, in Venice. We yeah. were on the gondolas. Wow. We saw the Doge's Palace. We saw the Bridge of Sighs. Oh, yeah, you get to see it all. Yeah. And then all the wonderful artwork, right? I mean, in, in Florence. Yeah. yeah Michelangelo. I, I, and you saw the Pieta, right? The, yeah, the Pieta, yeah. which is in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, in the Vatican, Vatican City. Mm-hmm. So that's spectacular. The biggest. Um, the biggest house of worship in the world. So that's and, saying something. And you said you were like sardines, right? In the Sistine Chapel. Oh, in the Sistine Chapel. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's packed. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's not that big a room. I mean, it's huge high ceilings. ceilings. But, right. Oh, yeah, you're packed in there. And, of course, the, you know, we also had the food. We went to a winery for wine tasting. It was oh. more like a meal with everything they give you with the cheese and the meat. <laughs> and then we went to... Uh, <clears throat> A uh, 
a restaurant where we had all these different wines and a wonderful multi-course meal and music. And Richard and I got up and danced. We were the only ones dancing. We got up and danced. Good for you. They had jazz and traditional songs, and they why weren't the others dancing? Volare. They probably were too busy just drinking. <laughs> uh, well, there's a lot of older people on this, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that their their feet might have not been in the best shape. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go back? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, well, great, fantastic vacation. So. You're back now, and you 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 hit the ground running with the bread of life, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we have those events coming up: giggles, comedy, fundraiser a week from tomorrow, our bread of life annual golf tournament in July, and then, and I don't want to rush the summer because we waited so long for this nice weather is mm-hmm, finally mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. our way. But it seems like you know that golf tournament hits, and we wake up and we're well. You're already in planning for the for the, for the walk for the walk, right? Yeah. For so that, that'd be great. That's several a, months of a five k run and walk uh, around um, Pine Banks. Yes. So that's a great day. It's usually it's usually nice weather the first Sunday of October. Oh yeah, it's a usually good running. We weather. start register at noon, and then the uh, the runners leave at, at one, and then it, it's five k. And the walkers soon after them. And we have Pisa Pizza has been great. Joe Crowley donating oh, pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. And usually some of our, our sponsors are there, like Tufts Health Plan and Whole Foods and giving out samples of things. So, um, yeah, so that's great. And speaking of the food, you know, one thing, we welcome food donations at any time of the year. Summer, people don't necessarily think of it, but yeah. canned goods and also uh, prepared foods. So we pick up, you know, we're the largest, one of the largest, uh, the top 10% of the shoppers of the Greater Boston Food Bank. And we get something like 700,000 pounds of food from them every year because we have so many programs. But we always accept donations of canned goods and restaurant foods. We also pick up at BJ's, Trader Joe's. We get donations from Pantadosis. So people can get involved or your business can get involved donating food yeah. and also volunteering. That's Whether right. it's one time as a once a year, like the Comcast Cares Day, uh, or if you want to do something regularly, because we, we need people at the Everett Food Pantry, actually, third and fourth Thursdays. Oh, that's right. Especially noon to one, but it goes uh, actually till five. The whole time is noon to five. City Hall in Everett. And we really need people to help unload trucks and help with other aspects of the Everett Pantry. Hope some of these third high school kids fourth. getting out of school going to be available. To yeah, the noontime is, is hard, yeah. but some, some business groups have been able to do it, like taking part of the day, doing the lunch hour, and coming over. At one point, Harley-Davidson, when they were down there on the Mystic Parkway, they had were coming over. The most recent groups we, group we had was Exelon um, Generation. Oh, right, from, right. They do the, the power generation and distribution, and they're in Everett. They came to give us a a five thousand dollar check, but also to volunteer. Sure. So that's a that's a big need, and we use people at our evening meal pretty much three thirty to seven thirty Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Kids that maybe have to do community service fifteen hours, but also different people who are retired come and they want to get involved, meet people. And the application progress is uh, uh, process is not that, uh, yes. You can get right. that at the office right during our regular office hours, and we line you up with the, you know, what your availability is to one of our programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also use people for more specialized skills, like if people have IT or web um, skills, right. that would be very helpful to us at the moment. And um, real estate, finance, um, if anyone has any skills like that, um, definitely contact me directly. At, through the website, um, the info at breadoflifemalden.org, sure. I get I get those emails. So, sure. Phone number down there seven eight one three nine seven zero four zero four. Yep. Um, so just to backtrack a second, when we were talking about the the our walk for bread, which is the first Sunday in October. By the way, there's music too. That's uh, right. right. That's right. Your brother uh, has he's played, played several yeah, times. Yeah. I, I wonder. I think last year he had he, some other gig, but yeah, we had. Yeah. Uh, um, did you guys sign anybody up, up yet this we year? We had a DJ last year. Oh, no, right. we have not for this year. We oh, haven't, yeah, so, i got to uh, check with him. 
Check it out. If you guys still want it. Check it. Yeah, so he's great. Um, Mark. Yeah, Mark does a great job. The Sharon family uh, is very talented on all Uh, kinds of things. Well, thank you. I guess when you have Um, a a big family, everybody's got their own gifts in your family. I have the gift gift of gab. That's a great thing. (laughs) Um, and you might be the handsomest. Well, know, that's obvious. <laughs> the Walk for Bread, like yes. I said, um, that's a great event. But not to be confused with the Walk for Hunger that just happened. They had their, right? That's right. Which is they just had their 50th, 50th anniversary. 50th anniversary, right? And we and had so actually had a team. We that had a team. Sarah Brandon, one of our great volunteers that helps us with the grant writing. She's fantastic, researching and writing. She headed up our team mm. and uh, raised like over, day. I don't want to over $1,000. I don't know what the final yes. figure was. And that's the 20-mile walk. So that's that's, that's a big, big time. one. Oh, yeah. Our our walk is 5K, which is 3.1 miles. But the the Project Bread walk is uh, is 20 miles, and people may not necessarily understand what they do. Project Bread yes. doesn't distribute food; they are a fundraising and a, a food advocacy organization. So they raise funds through the walk, the uh, Walk for Hunger, and then groups like Bread of Life apply every year for a grant. Okay. And so they give us several thousand dollars every year and have for many, many years. So uh, they're a great organization, and they also do a lot of research and education about what's called food insecurity. Like, what is hunger in America? Hunger in America is people who do not have enough income for all their costs. And so it's always, should I buy food? Should I buy nutritious food and vegetables and chicken breast that cost more or am I paying for my child's uh, school supplies or am I paying an electric bill right it's all that kind of trade-off and a lot of times food gets the short end of the stick because if your electric is going to be turned off or if you're going to be evicted obviously that's going to be your highest priority so that's where Bread of Life comes in. We can get food at very low cost um, and be able to give it to people for free. And most of our costs, what's the big uh, financial um, expenditures that we have is all the things, not buying food, but everything to s- transport the food, store the food, right. distribute the food, all of our staff and and uh, vehicles and storage space and refrigerators and everything involved with um, getting the food to the people. That's very important because you hear that uh, term or phrase, food insecurity. Mm. A lot of people don't know exactly what that is, but I think you um, defined it eloquently. Right, because you think of hunger, you think of hunger pains, and and that does happen. I mean, I know people who've... Mothers who have eaten ice cubes to fill their stomachs so they could give children the children the food. I know people, I know a, a disabled person who lived in Everett who actually was eating the cat food. My you know? goodness. So there's there's different, you know, a lot of people don't, you go into someone's room and you, uh, you know, she was in a little uh, single room. Right. And nothing's in the cupboards. So people, as you say, people do have are proud and um, don't necessarily want to be on the receiving end. I think that that covers a lot of people. I think that's why we have so many people working in our pantry, volunteers, who came in needing food. Right. People like Eric, that's not unusual that's shared at the volunteer bank. Right. You come in, you're, you're waiting in line, even though we try to do things, and our volunteers are great about as Eric said, being very accepting and helping, understanding, and we don't need to know your life story, and we don't need no. all kinds of documentation. No, no questions, right, right. Uh, no judging. But people right. will feel like very, you know, like they need to say why, you know, this happened to them. Sure. And um, very soon after, many people want to give back. In other words, I have abilities and capabilities and things to give. I'm not just a person who needs. And I think that's very important to everyone, that you're not just on the receiving. That's right. As as a needy person, you have things to give. That's right. You may need food, but you have much more to give. Right. 
and it's a it's a wonderful cycle that happens. And I know I imagine there's people that come back, um, maybe even years later, that 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 moved away or, or in, and now are, are prospering and yes. whatever financially, yes. and come back and remember that you know when I was down and out, absolutely, you, know, you guys right a lot of that yeah. kind of stuff. We um, have a volunteer. She didn't want to speak. I'll just say that her first name is Stephanie, but um, you probably saw her right up, yes, too. Yes, yeah. So her family was homeless in a motel. Right. And Bread of Life helped her. Now she's grown with kids, and she's come back to volunteer. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think especially when you went through right. some of these harrowing exper- experiences, you became um, – homeless or you were you know on the verge and you didn't you temporarily unemployed right oh yeah you never forget that yeah i mean you know a simple uh, thing is losing your job you know mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. the whole uh mm-hmm. the game plan for you um so that's why it's so important when you say people you know don't want to ask for help in this uh, stigma so to speak around it um it's so important for, for people like Eric to, to go out and be courageous and tell about that, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I needed help, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they helped mm-hmm. me, and now I'm helping other people. I think it's a, yeah. a wonderful message. Um, and we talk a lot about food with the Bread of Life, and uh, rightly so, but there are other ministries that we're involved in, with. Can you speak a little bit about, like, you know, I mean, it all maybe happens at the community dinner, but we, we have outreach for clothing and things of that nature. Yeah, for years, one of our volunteers, I'm going to say since 88, 89, Lee has collected uh, clothing. We don't uh, accept it at our office. Okay. But we have it at the evening meals, as you say. Right. And so it's, it's uh, she tries to match articles of clothing to people who are looking for something like a jacket, a right. pair of pants. Uh, so that's at the evening meals at um Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And also at the office, we've been fortunate that some of the local churches and groups have collected uh, blankets for us. So for homeless people and also people moving into housing, and usually all the uh, cold weather items, the hats, gloves, scarves, we usually stockpile those every year and give them out during the winter. Right. And also... um, uh, socks and underwear. So new socks and underwear mm, we have huge. also, yeah, for men, women, and children. There was a blanket drive at my parish. Yes, right. We have, yeah, we've been. It's been great with the blankets. Yeah, yeah a bunch of churches did the blanket oh, sure. drive. Oh, sure, right. And then the other thing we do, we were partnered with TriCap, Tri City Community Action, on this. And then when they had to shut their doors, and ABCD right came in with their Mystic Valley. Um, outreach into this area, they took over um, working with the homeless individuals. And so that you'll see some of those workers at our evening meal and working specifically with people who are homeless at the moment. And that's on a very strict def- definition. So these are people who are not able to couch surf, uh, right. who, who right. do mm. not have any place that is fit for human habitation. And so that's, uh, they do advocacy. They have vans to drive people to shelter. They help people apply for uh, housing subsidy programs to get um, uh, job and education training opportunities uh, further along to actually get some uh, apply. They, they, they let people know when places are hiring. So they do a lot of things with that. That's the Mystic Valley Opportunity Center, mm-hmm. ABCD, and specifically the the housing and uh, homeless prevention programs. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of great stuff. And also, um, I think we've been working with AIDS Action Committee. They've been doing some education and training around Narcan, and oh, uh, I know that's big. We now have Paul Hammersley with the Malden Overcoming Addiction, absolutely. and other. It's a big priority of Governor Baker, the opioid epidemic. Adi- epidemic. Sure. So um, that and housing, really, I believe, are his two big priorities. And that became an issue with us because we did have have a man um, last summer completely unknown to us, his first time ever coming to a dinner, who uh, died uh, from opioid overdose. Um, Heartbreaking. Yeah. 
and we had never ever seen them before, so it was a real eye opener. -opener. And so uh, we also want to be involved in, in we have some outreach workers from AIDS Action coming to our meals to just educate volunteers and guests about that because if you're nearby to someone that you see the symptoms, then you might be able to do an intervention and just have a, an idea of what's going on because the what these powerful drugs are very very fast acting the, the right to reverse the fentanyl right. laced um, heroin oh geez is yeah. uh, if it has fentanyl in it people can die within um, within minutes uh, so that's where we've awful. been yeah so I know people are aware of it just to to realize that you know it is a very real thing to be aware of and um and to be um, educated. Right. And you mentioned Paul Hammersley, who's uh, head of uh, Malden Overcoming Addiction. Check mm-hmm. out um, their website as well. He's doing great work uh, fighting this uh, deadly battle. Um, so here we are, not to, to end on a, a downer note, but we're almost through with, with our hour here. Um, let me just quickly... Um, plug this birthday bash for MATV fundraiser, Ron Cox, 70th birthday, 70 years young, celebrating 30 years of Malden Access Television as well. That is on Monday, June 11th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. at Pearl Street Station, um, which is on 53 Summer Street. So that's going to be a great night. Go to matv.org and find out all about that. Um, I'm going to. That yeah, sounds great. I, th- I am going as well. Um, I think I am. Did I get the invite? Yes, I got <laughs> I, um, That's going to be a great night. And, of course, um, Giggles Comedy Fundraiser, Next a week Thursday, from tomorrow and night. That should be really fun. Um, it was the last time I went. Best it was hilarious. Way they can get tickets on our website, or is there uh, – how does that work? Um, they – Yes, they can. Um, they can email. Also, we have something on Facebook that might be. Oh the, right, we have the event. Um, uh, yeah, on at our Brad Facebook. Malden. If they want to just uh, go okay. there. Okay. Um, and it has the phone number. It has the email. Yes. Um, and so I'll go to our Facebook because it basically is coordinated by First United Methodist Church of of Melrose. So when you go to, to that, you'll see um, the email and the phone number of the contact person. You can. Uh, buy the tickets that way. Fantastic. And, of course, my event, Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> July 23rd, uh, our Bread of Life annual golf tournament up at Mount Hood Golf Course. Um, again, um, you can get all the information on our website. Go to our events page, um, breadoflifemalden.org. You can download the registration form to sign up for a foursome or even if you're just uh, a single golfer. Um, you can also, if you're not interested in golfing, you can come to our event after the golfing day down at the Irish American for $25, a beautiful dinner um, catered by Marty's Catering. And we have a lot of fun raffles and prizes. Mm-hmm. And so there's many ways. And, of course, please, there are you businesses out there, uh, local businesses, uh, it's a great way to give back to the community. We have uh, a lot of sponsorships and um, tea sponsorships and all kinds of things. So even if you're an individual or a business, it's a great way to give back to the community, and it's going to be a fun day. So I hope to see you out there. Um, Gabriella, it's been just a great pleasure to have you on, as Thank you. usual. Same here, same here. Um, Thank you do you so just much. such inspiring work, and um, really, uh, I admire you so much for the work you do with the Bread of Life, and I'm so... I admire you so much for your spirit, your spirituality <laughs> that you bring to the work, because it is a ministry and uh, about loving people. That's what it's That's all right. about. That's right. That's what it's all about. I am so all about love, people. That's Malden right. should know this. This guy's all about love. <laughs> <laughs> she just got back from Italy. Um, Amore. <laughs> no, please check us out. Bread of Life, wonderful organization. Bread of Life uh, Malden, www.breadoflifemalden.org. And um, it's been great talking to you tonight. Uh, Gabriella, thanks again. Thank you. I will see you very soon, I'm sure. Yes. And Malden, have a wonderful Memorial Day. Uh, we'll see you next month. Um, God bless. Good night, Malden. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you, brother. 